Welcome to the one-stop shop for photography sales, marketing, and branding wizardry. At Wolf Island, we help awesome photographers and videographers take their business from failing to freaking awesome. It's going to be fun and it's going to get silly because life's too short to be boring. But we'll tackle real-life business issues with Q&As, live interviews, and current news reviews to leave you buzzing and ready to take your photography business to the next level of awesome. Welcome, everybody. It's fantastic to have you to another episode of the Wolf Island podcast. It's Matt and SJ here, and we're talking about destination weddings today and how you can get them in the over in the Wolf Island Photography Business Exchange Facebook community. This was a question that was asked a few weeks ago about how you actually get more destination weddings and how you even build that into your business. So we've listened to what you've asked for. So we are going to pull back the curtain on our business. Um, <laughs> in pull this point. back the curtain. Oh, wow. There's a song and oh. everything. Wow. That is quite something. So, yes, yeah, so we've got a theme song, it turns out. <laughs> In this podcast episode, we're going to talk about exactly where our destination wedding bookings have come from, because yeah. that was the question we were asked in the Wolf Island Business Exchange was, how do I start connecting with destination wedding yes. brides? Yes. Um, which is something that we've been extremely blessed to have experience with over these last few years. And that took me totally by surprise. Well, it was kind I, of an accident, wasn't it? <laughs> I never in a million years thought that I would be shooting destination weddings because I wasn't prepared to do discounts for them. Because I have yes. a quality of life that I want to have, and that doesn't involve running around the world working for pennies. Yeah. So I put the price on my website really just as a, as a, an experiment for something totally different. Yes, a different strategy. That yeah. Had nothing to do with destination. And then I was getting these bookings. Well, actually, when you were doing it before me, but I can only speak for myself. But because Matt and I have actually had separate photography businesses, just to clarify that. Um, so yeah, when, yeah. So when I put this price on my website, and I'm getting people. I mean, it was at the time it was double my UK price to yeah, go to Europe. Right. To Europe, continent. And I said Europe. to you, and I said to you when I put it on there, I said no one is ever going to pay this for me. And then within six months, I was booking destination weddings, and I, I was thinking genuinely, I think they think they're booking somebody else. <laughs> I think this has all been a horrible misunderstanding, and I'm going to turn up to the wedding, and it's just going to be awful because they think I'm some amazing photographer, and I don't feel yeah. like I am. <laughs> But then I give them the pictures and they're happy. And I thought, oh, oh it's so, worked out. Yeah, right. I was the photographer they meant to yeah, book. Yeah. And that, that just blew me away. So I got to the point where actually I'm booking so many European weddings. Continental, yeah. That I thought, well, I kind of um I'm gonna I'm gonna put another price on the website now, for which was double experiment. It was actually. double again, yeah. which was worldwide. Yeah, and I said to you, Europe. like, no one is ever gonna pay this for me. And then I said, Well, never say never, because I that's what I said about the European price. And within six months I, I bought I booked Mexico. Again. Yeah. And then um that no, not Zanzibar, what's it uh the island? Mauritius. 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 Yeah, so it just, well, I think the moral of the story is never yeah, say never. Yeah, never say never. You never know what's going to happen, do you? And I think that's that's the interesting thing about it. It uh, took us completely by I surprise. Think, I think this is at the heart of a lot of it for photographers, because as creatives, we are our own worst critics. Yeah. And I am my own worst critic because I'm a creative. So I, I genuinely didn't feel like my photography was worth that price. Sure. Um, and so I didn't put that price on there because I thought that's what people would pay. But actually, it turns out people were very happy to pay that for oh, yeah, me and absolutely. were extremely happy with their with their pictures and therefore the, the value they felt they got. And so I think when it comes to this whole arena of destination weddings, photographers are panicking, offering extremely cheap deals to destination um, inquiries because they don't have confidence in their own work. And oh, I yeah, think some that, amazing photographers are doing oh, yeah. these ridiculous things and it, it becomes a race to the bottom. 
you're sort of devaluing your work and you, you're talking to a few different people and seeing a few different comments to this effect. The fact that people actually hate destination weddings now because they've done them and it's just a cheap nightmare and it's just not worth it. It wasn't worth the money. It was way more stress as it is. You know, you don't envy doing a destination wedding because it's kind of it's kind of fun, but it's also kind of not fun because it's so stressful and difficult. Which is why we've never done discounts for destination weddings because you, you are on the clock. You're constantly it. thinking, is my camera gear all right? Do I know where I'm right. going? It's like I try and book a, a, a location that's as close to the wedding venue as possible so that if all else fails, I can walk there if I need to. <laughs> just, sure. um, you're constantly thinking of all these backup plans. It's not a holiday where you just get to go and do what you want to do. Right. I would rather just... We'd rather work no harder at home in, yes. the, in the UK and, and, and earn more so that we can travel ourselves, which is what we do. We're just very fortunate that we're able to. Yeah, like we recently just took 30 days off and just did a massive road trip, did a cruise around the Caribbean, road tripped up. That's what I want to do with my spare time. Right. I want to leave my cameras at home, fun. know that they're yeah. safe, and just go. And know where. that we're safe, yeah, because we're concentrating oh, on yeah. one thing, you know. Yeah. So I, I think I think um, that that's the importance here is your work is brilliant don't undersell it and undervalue it for something that you that is fun but it is it is like it is stressful but i think a lot of people are doing it maybe it's for the wrong reasons more sort of uh street cred sort of street cred that's the 90s there is a massive <laughs> yeah there's a massive ego boost around destination weddings it's it's communicated in photography forums that it's like the pinnacle of your photography sure. success if you're photographing destination weddings that's it you've made it <laughs> everyone else can bow down and worship your greatness but the irony is it's <laughs> actually the pinnacle of photography business failure it for a lot of people for a lot of people mm. yeah and so it makes people feel like they're not succeeding if they're content yeah. to shoot local weddings for a good price that they're somehow not, it's not equivalent to these guys that are, for, uh, that are traveling the world. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely not true. And I think what we, what we really preach here at Wolf Island is the long-term gain. Yeah. You know, we joke about that we're going to cruise into our twilight years because yeah, we, we've got a pension. <laughs> because we've got a pension. Yeah. yeah. And so, yes, we are sacrificing now. And, and sometimes it is hard when I, Know that I've lost a destination wedding because someone else has offered to yeah. do it for cheaper. And that, that happens, happens to, to me on a regular basis. Yeah. And it's and gutting every time. Yeah. But I know that I'm playing the long-term game. Yeah. I'm not going to run around the world working for pennies. I'm going to uh, like work locally if I need to and build up that pension pot. Sure. And then I'm going to cruise my way yeah, yeah. through <laughs> my last few decades. And, and then yeah. who's going to be laughing to the bank then? So that's kind of framing um, just this conversation around yes. destination weddings, why they're good, but also why they can be bad. And I think it's important for you to get your head in the right place. Your work is really good, so don't undervalue it. Don't waste your time, sort of, like, like SJ said, running around the world for pennies. It's not worth it. So now we're talking in this podcast not about doing cheap destination weddings, Absolutely. but about getting those full-priced ones. Yeah, <laughs> the brilliant destination weddings, yes. the ones that actually really value and are prepared to pay a premium price to fly you to another country to shoot their wedding and it and we've just discussed yeah. it does work yeah, it, happens it takes for a us. little more marketing and a little more branding 
but it works in the and long run. And it definitely run. takes self-control to hold yes. out for those clients that are going to be your actual dream clients. Dream clients are not just dream clients because they're getting married in a location that you would like to shoot in. Yeah, that yeah. does not make them a dream client. <laughs> it could be a nightmare when you get there. Well, yeah. that would not your be dream fun. client <laughs> is that they value you, that they're going to be easy to work with and they're yeah. going to pay you what yeah. you need in order to do an amazing, give them an amazing service and do an amazing job and fund your life yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day yeah yeah profit enough for your business so i think um coming back to what we were saying about our happy accident of you know working on our experiment that we'd been working on that had something to do with something completely different what we discovered from the fact that that worked twice you know going from the continental europe uh, european destination weddings and then expanding even to the worldwide destination weddings what we realized the key was was just offering destination wedding photography was a key principle behind actually getting destination weddings. Now, that was primarily for SJ. For me, it was a little bit different because I photographed a friend's wedding that I was attending anyway. Uh, like SJ said earlier, we have separate photography businesses. They asked me if I would like to just come to the wedding or uh, be paid to shoot it as well. So I'd, I actually did that for them um, at the UK price. So I didn't like, it wasn't like a ridiculous discount or anything. I didn't do Well, it, it wasn't pennies. a discount. That's the thing. But, uh, you weren't charging yeah. for your travel, well, actually, but you were charging them a UK price. So for the Which was interesting because because I was going, the, 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 cost, of, <laughs> the cost of flights was the same as what it would have cost me to travel somewhere, you know, a bit more remote in the UK. So it was actually, like, yeah. it, you know, which I would have thought. And, that's, and th that was your one and only time that you ever did that was because yes. you were going to the wedding anyway. Yeah. So it, it didn't make that any difference. That has led me to think about it. I, I think the, the thing for me, though, with that was I had some images that were from a different country yes. that kind of helped. So I must admit, I might be, you know, treading a fine line. Normally we're like, no, don't ever give a discount or anything. But sometimes when when you just try and get the one bit of portfolio, you've got a couple options. You can do it, um, the, you know, to make it accessible to a client who's, I would say, a friend personally. I probably wouldn't do it for someone who's a client. Because you've you got the risk that you go to another country and it's not a good wedding. It's not one that ends up yeah. on your portfolio. What on earth was the point? What was the point? So at least if it's a friend, you know yes. a bit more so what I, it's going to be like. I think or, or do, do some sort of style shoot out there, essentially set something up. But that is a huge amount of resource on your part there, there are quite a lot of um there are quite a lot of workshops yeah. that do style shoots out you, you know out. and that that's enough yeah. that's enough for you you don't need to have destination wedding pictures on your website in order to start booking destination yeah. weddings that is Just the bottom line but it helps yeah it helps. so it helps if, you, the deal, if you wanted to go on one of those workshops anyway well, then there mm -hmm. we go. You just use those pictures, put them on your website. You can also do things like run run competitions on social media, put out even put out calls on social media, say, I am interested in photographing a destination mm -hmm. wedding. If you're getting married abroad, get in touch where you know someone who is. It's, it's, that is just like a one-off. If you're just wanting to get the first one under your belt and just get some pictures on your yeah. website, you don't need them. But if you would like to, that is a way to go totally to get your first one. But now, so for me, my experience was that I didn't have destination wedding pictures on my website. And my first inquiry said, we notice that you cater <laughs> for destination weddings. Would you be interested in photographing <laughs> our wedding? Now, this was a full paying, full price paying client yeah. who booked and was a brilliant wedding for me. Yes. Um, and I, I didn't have the example work on my website at that point. So 
they were saying you cater for destination weddings because of what I said. Exactly. Because let's be honest, those, those, the weddings that you have at home in your home country are no different to the ones you're going to be shooting abroad. No. I mean, literally nothing changes. But for a destination bride, they feel like it's different. So when you, But that's what I'm saying. So you don't need mm. the portfolio necessarily. You just need to say you're It's all it. about portraying confidence yes. and professionalism. And so it's speaking in a way that makes it clear that this is just part of normal daily life for your yeah, business for your business yeah so it's not having on your website <laughs> i have a passport and willing to travel take me somewhere hot which, yeah, I, which yeah. I have seen Probably. on you know and that just sounds like you're asking for a favor it yes. sounds like you want somebody to to give you something great at their expense well that is not what we want when we're approaching a potential client it's all about what we can give them for their benefit yes. I think people write that sort of thing. So if you have written that sort of thing, don't feel yeah, terrible. don't feel bad. <laughs> but I think people write that thing because it sounds chatty and it's kind of fun. So yes. I get it. That is yeah. a good reason to have written that. But what it actually ends up communicating is actually a negative and probably puts you off people who possibly could have booked you for a destination wedding. I'm not saying that's necessarily like definitely true, but that could ha- be happening. You're actually I tell you what will happen if you've got that on your website, you will get deal seekers. That is absolutely true. Because yeah. you're making it clear that you're wanting you're something from them. Yes, yeah. you're wanting to go away. So you will get the people contacting you saying, <laughs> well, well, seeing as it's such an amazing location because it's destination, you know, would you perhaps do us a customized deal? You know, that's all they'll say. They won't ask for a yeah. discount. They'll ask for some, you know, bespoke package. Yeah, that's <laughs> which is basically they're asking for a discount. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's all but, about communicating that confidence, isn't yes. it? About this is the day-to-day running of my business. This is this, this is the service that I, I provide. Um, and, and, and the branding and the portfolio and, and the salesmanship in your website anyway that's already present for your at-home weddings carries all of that. Yeah. Um, so, you you know, you'll land that sort of stuff. So that's the first thing is just to, to speak with confidence on your website and make it clear that this, that, that just speak as if you've got more experience than you do. Yes. So to they, give them the confidence to book you. That's it. So I guess I guess rounding this into an actual strategy, um, I guess we we've got eight places that we have sort of brainstormed where yeah most we of just our thought this might be helpful. This might be helpful for you when you're wanting to connect with destination weddings. Where have our our full price destination weddings booking bookings come from? Wow, yes. that was a bit of a tongue twister. Was there? surprisingly, <laughs> it's quite late and, and pr- I have had a red I'm, wine. I'm pretty right sure the like, sang- <laughs> oh, you had the sangria as well. <laughs> oh my word, did they have both? Oh, <laughs> well, there we go. That's... <laughs> I had I had the sangria and spray anyway. <laughs> We're going to give them like a rundown of everything we've eaten for the whole day. It's going to be the most boring podcast that's ever been created (laughs) in the history of podcasts. You're absolutely right. So, yeah. So we're just actually just going to let you know exactly where those high price destination bookings have come from so that you can start pursuing them yourself and find these these dream clients for yourself. I think some of them are surprising as well. Yeah. How easy they are. We now know that they're out there. We didn't know that when we started. Yeah, we just assumed it wasn't possible. Four years later that they definitely definitely are yes. and they still keep coming so still so the first coming. one um is our free facebook strategy so yes. we have a free um strategy that we do with facebook that is just part of our workflow yeah. we don't we don't even i mean i don't think about it, it even as a strategy because yeah well it does take effort but but it don't feel it doesn't feel like effort because it's such a part of our workflow 
true. That I don't feel like I've finished until job, I've done it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's just part of the job. Um, that, that's, that, that's something to do, actually. I remember when I first started, like we blog, that means something slightly different to us than it perhaps means to a lot of people. But we essentially blog every single wedding. And people are like really surprised to hear that. But it's like super easy. It's actually like in, in terms of what we do because it's part of our workflow and it's exactly the same for your social media strategy for your seo strategy all of that stuff if you just make things part of your workflow on a day-to-day basis it becomes actually really straightforward now facebook can be gutting when you first start out i mean <laughs> yeah. it just feels like a wasteland and you just well, feel like, like you're posting into into nothing and anybody's yeah. listening consistency is the key yeah. just keep going with it because what what and, we've noticed is that the fact that i've got a destination wedding booking from my free facebook strategy is if you just keep going at it, momentum will gather yes. and it will reap the yep. rewards. You just have to keep and consistent building with it, it into your workflow makes that exactly. consistency very easy. Yeah, so that you don't you don't be te- you're not tempted to fixate on it and then get like obsessed like oh people aren't liking the post or yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. share just and don't done. care is what you That's say. That's what isn't I was saying. I like share, and share and don't it's care. Share and don't care. So we've like also it. done paid Facebook as yep. well. So I I experimented with a Facebook ad. It worked extremely well. I can't even remember how many inquiries I got, but it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, wasn't it? And two of them were brilliant destination weddings. Um, full priced, booked them. There were a few more. You just couldn't do them. Uh, yeah, actually, I didn't have a lot of dates left at that point. Yeah, but, yeah, I think um, so that, that, that was a little experiment for me. And it just proved that my ideal client is on Facebook. So, yeah, which again is surprising because everyone's yeah. like, Facebook is dead. And, and, and clearly you know, not. Clearly not. Um, you know, yeah. you've got the... the there are a lot of options to play with. I think one of the other things that we're coming out of this as well is experiment, isn't it? You know, like there's a lot of yes. ideas. Just test have an ideas. Idea, try it out. Um, Works out really well. So I've had destination weddings from Instagram. Again, it's just it's the consistency it, there. It's the consistency of social media. Just getting yeah. yourself out there in front of new people and you don't know what who's gonna find you. Sure. And I think I think with with the Instagram thing, I think just a, as a practical concept, it, it, is hashtagging locations can be really helpful. You'd be surprised how helpful that is. Yeah. Um, so, so I've yeah, had um, destination bookings from directories, which is paying to have a listing on a relevant directory. Yeah, Again, like that there's there's a lot of experimentation involved yeah. with that. We've experimented with a lot of different directories and just honed down onto the ones that have actually produced. Yeah destination weddings or, or yeah. weddings that i would like to shoot that are full price so ask around as well like you know ask ask fellow photographers if they've had any luck with with particular directories that's always useful yeah. um i think the next the next biggest one is seo strategy that can be super useful for getting actual getting in the in front of the eyeballs of people who are searching stuff so you don't need to be um, the number one spot for like a particular country and wedding photographer, you know, think more deeply about that. And our strategy is very broad and it's very specific. And I think that's the thing you've got to do is, is again, experiment, have ideas, sit down and think, what could I write a blog post about? And then you might actually get into a situation where you've got um, a good SEO strategy that you've built lots of little blog posts about that all collect together and make something really good. What's great about that is it feeds into our next source of destination bookings, which is paid Google ads. Because the paid Google ads, of course, if your SEO is good, your Google ads generally work better. Which, again, was an experiment. 
Um, I think we ran it. We ran it for a week, didn't we? And got two destination bookings from it. Again, more than that. You you got the bookings, but you got the leads for more. It's just That's that you weren't true. able just to do it. Wasn't them. free. Um, um, so that that just shows actually there is destination ready to be had through Google Ads too. So there's a, there's a lot of scope for experimenting with all of this. Um, and you're probably noticing already that this is extremely diverse where we're getting our bookings from. Yeah. And we're not even finished yet. We've yeah, got yeah, three yeah. more to go. Yeah, I'm not um, so I think the the next one is is a, a really good one because it, it again it builds your whole business. This is this is something that you really should be doing to build your whole business, and that's word of mouth recommendations. Now there are things you can do, very simple things you can do to just encourage you. Just looking to encourage your brides, your brides and grooms, your your couples, or past clients if you're not a wedding photographer as well. Um, you know, for whatever it is that you're trying to achieve with your business as not being not being a wedding photographer, the word of mouth referrals, the encouraging words you can you can um, sorry not encouraging words the good referrals you can encourage your clients to 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 pass on for you and and it, it's actually pretty straightforward. It really is, and and that is where you'll get you'll get potential clients more likely to pay higher prices for you yes. because you come highly recommended and and if you shop the wedding of people you know the guests of the another destination whether you've done you know they 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 just love you they they're like they're convinced you're the best No this is just brain. this is just totally on the side for Uh-oh. you guys this is just a story oh, for, for these you guys, not so really. and it's just Touching on, it's just come to my mind that this is something that I've heard photographers actually do is cancel weddings, local weddings, if they get a destination wedding inquiry that they would prefer to do. Do not even get me started on how wrong that is when you're running a, a business with integrity. Yeah. That is not okay. But so I actually had that scenario where I had a wedding already booked in for the UK and I got a destination, a full price destination wedding for Israel to get married in the, the in the church in Bethlehem. What's the it called? Church, the, uh, not the church. Of the Holy no, Sepulchre, what's sorry, it called the, now? The, uh, the official one, the, the, nati- the church, church in the nativity. nativity. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, what kind of dream wedding is that? Getting married in the church in the nativity in Bethlehem. But I just I knew that the integrity of my business is more important than Mm. my personal experience. It's my client's experience. that's really important. So I kept that UK booking. And I think actually you were you went and did the. We're very fortunate that we both have separate wedding photography businesses. So we could kind of at least keep it in the family. Yeah. So Matt went and photographed that one in Israel. That was I've got to be honest, that was a bit gutting for me. I was like, yeah, it was, you know, I was thinking about it all year. Oh, I wish I could go and do that one in Bethlehem, especially because I knew Matt was going to do it. And I was and I wasn't going to be there. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, I so Bless then I you. went to this wedding that I had in the UK um, and I and I just thought, as I was driving there, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if this was one of my best weddings of the year? Well, it actually was. It genuinely was. It's still really high on my blog. I absolutely loved it. Everything about the styling was just me Perfect. and like everything I wanted to showcase on my website. But what's really interesting <laughs> in that now, how many destination wedding bookings have we had from that one client? It's at least three because Mexico came from there. France came from there. Tuscany came from there. 
there was another one that I couldn't do that I sent to my brother. That's true. Yeah. Um. So that, also a wedding photographer. Who, that, we, we are a wedding photographer family. <laughs> and my sister-in-law as well. I yeah, think we're just slowly taking over the world. Yeah. All four <laughs> of us. But, um, so we sent them to them and they booked at the full price too. That's so that right. was four full paying destination weddings already come from that one client. So I just thought it was an interesting story with yeah. a good moral. Yeah, good just, morals. Just, the good guy. <laughs> Do we all wins. have a good moral? The good guys yeah, just stick at it. Have integrity and, yes. and consistency with your business, so and you don't know what kind of rewards are going to come from that. Um, yeah. So we've we've also had uh, destination bookings come from friends, uh, and this is our our strategy with our friends is constantly reminding our friends what we do for a living because your yeah. friends love you, but they don't really remember what you do, uh, and certainly I'm going to talk about. It with with other people and when we say friends we don't mean our like immediate closest friends we mean like all of our friends you know so if, it's if, just if the... friends ask you oh how's your week going well i shot this wedding or i took these pictures and, and showing them those things just reminding keeping it fresh in their it's memory it's just the principle that everybody gets busy everyone gets distracted and as much as they love you they they will forget what you're telling them about especially when you're first starting your oh, business yeah. and building your business yeah. you kind of need to keep reminding people to the point of feeling like you get, you're being a bit annoying, annoying. <laughs> So exactly True. like Matt said, what I used to do when I was first building my business was I would always have pictures on my phone that I'd Great taken. Idea. And every time anyone said, Super how was your idea. week? What have you done? What was, what did you do with the weekend? I'd say, oh, I had a brilliant, I, I took these pictures, look, and I'd show them on my phone. Yeah. And it's just constantly reminding people, I'm a wedding photographer now. This is what I do. Yes. I take I take pictures. That is so much more likely that to to bring recommendations. I've had friends then recommend me to colleagues that they work with. They wouldn't have remembered to recommend me. They just wouldn't. They That's love right. me, but they're busy people. Yeah. They just forget. So you're just constantly reminding them. So as soon as they hear somebody in their office is looking for a wedding photographer, oh, hang on, I know SJ's a wedding photographer. Right. And they'll recommend you. So it's just keeping it fresh in people's minds what it, it is that you do. Um, and again, you just don't know where that's going to lead. And it's led to full price destination weddings for us. So the last point um, that we that we found, the last source that we were after our brainstorm was wedding blogs as well. And I think that's a really important source of marketing generally for your business. Again, You've got to experiment. You've got to find out what works. But this you. covers a much broader topic yeah. of just basically networking within your industry. There That's are right. other people working within your industry that could generate in good leads for you for good dream clients. And mm. so just network as much as you can within your yeah. industry. And again, who knows where that will come from? Uh, come. What, that <laughs> what, am, will what am I trying to say? What Tell that me. will lead to. What that will lead to. We have a long flight today. That's yeah. why we're tired. <laughs> 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 yeah so what that you know all of these things combined to give you that foundation and i think that's what we teach about you know for everything um is is building small parts of your business on a daily basis and they combine to make something like a foundation i guess and a building that uh, really does provide a lot of, of power and a lot of, um, I guess, ability for you to book various clients and, and, and get And what you work. can take from our story, because we, we're coming from a place that these are full price destination weddings. These are not cheap budget discount seeking yeah. clients. These are good clients, dream clients. They come from everywhere. I mean, we've given, we've 
just listed eight different places that our full price destination wedding bookings have come from. That's so that, I think that's all we remember. So there well. is no <laughs> magic source that. of destination yes. weddings. This is the thing. And, and I think the frustration can be when you're on the other side looking in is that it can seem like there's this there's this magical pool of destination wedding photographers and uh, of destination weddings clients and you just haven't accessed it yet and it's right. extremely frustrating because you can think I don't know how to do it I don't know how and it's actually taking the reassurance destination good dream high price destination wedding clients are everywhere everywhere <laughs> you're not you're not missing out on some secret trick that everyone else is doing and you've missed it yeah. just keep being consistent and diligent with all of your marketing That's being right. as diverse as possible one source of marketing is not enough yeah just Correct. keep being diverse and those des and speaking with confidence on your website and those destination wedding bookings will come they will Wonderful. So we hope you find that really helpful. I think just to sort of, like I said at the beginning, pull back the curtain on the, I guess, the sources of weddings that we've had. Um, and I think, yeah, if you do that, if you just implement this uh, a little by little and build that varied source, you'll see a difference in the business. Head over to wolfisland.com and become a resident to start transforming your photography business into the unstoppable success you deserve. And don't forget the Wolf Island Photography Business Exchange on Facebook where you'll find the best discussions, support and the other pioneers from around the world. Your dream client is waiting and you've got what it takes. At Wolf Island we're believing that this can be the best year yet for your business.